there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most... State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And now your main event. Introducing the hosts of Wrestling with Freddy, Jeff Dye and Freddy Prince Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's been way too long. I promise our next hiatus will be way shorter. Welcome back to Wrestling with Freddie. And please welcome my full-time, full-time, full-time co-host with the Mo-Most, Mr. Jeff Dye. How are you, sir? Happy to be here. What a treat. So we got big-time news. It's sort of just in time for this show's evolution to discuss the more current stuff instead of just the history which is uh, what I used to discuss. The most influential man in the history of professional wrestling has retired. And that's, that's insane. I would have sworn he would have died in guerrilla position, criticizing some young talent for doing something right. I I never saw this coming and it it blew me away, man. Jeff, you love, you love wrestling the way a kid loves it. And I love Vince. I know you do, man. What what was that when you first heard it? I was shocked, but I also was like, "This is insane!" That the the season two, episode one, we're we're literally starting it today, and the same week, the biggest news to hit wrestling happens. Vince McMahon, who I thought for sure would just die in the ring, or he died doing you know some sort of the, the fact that he's being pushed out or or whatever's really happening over there. I think pushed out. Yeah, I have a theory that he he'll be back in a year. Okay, go go away. I wanted to get into this because I kind of had a similar because everybody comes back. John Laurinaitis has been fired before and come back. Uh, Bruce Pritchard was fired before and came back twice. And it's pretty obvious why Vince is retiring. I mean, there's some stuff going on in the news. If you're paying attention, everybody knows about it. So it's like he'll go away for a year. Once all this kind of stuff is gone, it's buried under the rug, and then he'll come right back like nothing happened. That's what I think. Okay, so as there's as as anticlimactic as that is, because it just defeats the point of retirement, I actually totally agree with you. And I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist. Ric Flair 
just said publicly, Vince promised me I would get back in the opening credits of WWE. Every promise he's ever made me, he's kept. And now Rick is back in the opening credits or opening uh, segment of Monday Night Raw. And it's one of those things where when that episode of Dark Side of the Ring came out, it was, hey, man, you need to disappear for a while. Your behavior on the plane was inappropriate then. And in today's day and age, it's just going to be smashed on. So you have to go away. But when it all blows over, we'll bring you back and, you, and you'll, you'll have your thing. And I honestly think he's going to apply the exact same philosophy. He still owns almost all of the controlling stock. As a former WWE stockholder, there are two types of stock. Okay, There is the controlling stock. And then there's the stock where you have no say, but they pay out mad dividends. And that was what was dope about it. So that's why I had it. So you have no say in the, he still, I think has 80 to 85% of the voting stock. Where's he going to go? What's he going to do? It's all he knows. It's not like he can get a job down at Ralph's or something. It's all he knows. What hobbies does he have? Nothing. All he does is create like wrestling. He goes in and says, no, that's not how wrestling's done. He's like, he's terrible about, uh, knowing what modern day wrestling has become. Jeff, when I was on the jet with him, I was watching Richard Pryor live on the Sunset Strip next to Vince, and he leaned over, and I swear to God, he said, who's that? Oh, my gosh. He has no hobbies, right? This is it. So you can't make him go away. And also, I've been fooled before, Freddie. I remember being in my house with a bunch of friends. We're all crying because it's Undertaker's last match. And then the dude does like, a match in Saudi Arabia and then a, a yeah, $40 million match in Saudi Arabia. And I don't blame him. I love The Undertaker and I'm not mad about it. But they do play with your emotions. You think Vince is going to go away? No. We're going to watch next year. He's going to be the 30th participant in the Royal Rumble. If Vince McMahon came out at number 30 for next year's Royal Rumble, I will get on my roof and I'll... I'll, I'll jump off the Golden Gate Bridge and I'll live. What if he makes him he makes himself win the Royal Rumble? Oh he comes my in god! And, wins, and he's like, "Yeah, right. No chance in hell." Like he's just going crazy. It'd be it'd be amazing. Here was the one thing I did get excited about because I think there could be some change and not just small change because Raw and SmackDown are pretty much going to be the same. But with Hunter being back in charge of all creative, I really hope he's able to sort of and I. This is me saying it politely, repair the damage that was done to his vision of NXT. Because there was a good chunk in time there where NXT was the best hour of wrestling on television. You saw smaller guys getting pushes, but they wrestled smart. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not like Hoist Gracie didn't take on a bunch of monsters in UFC 1. Like, he did, and he beat them. And guys like Hunter know that stuff, and they've seen that stuff, and they're fans of the UFC. Whereas Vince was always like, oh, he's too small, he's going to get killed. And it was only like a sm very small select, like Sean and Ray, right? I would love to see NXT get back. Because to me, it's like, I'm old enough to remember you can't do that on television, on Nickelodeon, which is where the green slime started. Anytime they would get like, it was a sketch comedy show. And if they could get one of the kids to say, I don't know, then the bucket of slime from above the stage would just dump all over. And they'd be like, ah, that's what NXT looked like to me. I mean, they even did the splatter paint style of it. And it became very juvenile to me, which is okay, because there should be wrestling for kids. 
But NXT was not that. In fact, it was the antithesis of that. It was giving you almost adult wrestling, which was good and necessary, right? Without it being too crazy. I don't like all the deathmatch and bloodmatch stuff. I'm, it's, I'm too squeamish for that. So I still felt like I was getting programming more directed for me, but within that world of disbelief. And that's why I loved it. And that's what I'm hopeful for. Yeah, I think that I, I can, I bet you not one single person listening to this or one single person that we know in wrestling is is disappointed with the idea that Triple H is taking over all the creative. Except CM Punk. By the way, they had like the greatest, him and, and Punk had a thing on SmackDown when Punk was at his like height or just before it on that rise where everyone knew there was a fire under him. And he had this thing about straight edge, being straight edge. He had created the straight edge society, no drugs, no alcohol, technically no women if you're super straight edge, right? Hunter's looking him dead in the face, just gassed to the gills. And you know drinks wine with Vince on the plane. And he just no sells Punk's whole promo and goes, I don't see what the big deal is. I don't do drugs. I don't drink. And he just looks him dead in the face like, go ahead and try to call me a liar. I'll fire you so quick. And Punk couldn't do anything. So that's why when Punk had that promo on Live Raw instead of taped SmackDown, where he had no control, like Hunter would blow promos on a SmackDown into the live house audience, go, don't worry, we'll edit it anyway. And he would just keep going because he's so gangster with it. But on Raw, Punk got a chance to kind of do his own thing and he let his feelings know. So this is Paul. Yo, this could be a huge chance for Hunter to stick it to him. I I promise you do. Triple H is Petty Betty. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
he's done everything. He's climbed the mountain. He married the boss's daughter. He became boys with the boss. I mean, like, he earned it. Yeah, but now he could have a chance to smash CM Punk's new company. <laughs> I, feel, I honestly feel like he might try. I don't think he can. I think it'll just make each company stronger because they'll keep trying to one-up each other, and that's good. Jeff, how do you feel about co-CEOs in any company? It doesn't seem to work, right? Two powerful egos, this kind of thing. But also, like, it's just a title. You know, Stephanie's still going to run stuff, right? I mean, like... I I think she should. She'd be willing to commit violence to protect that company. And she always wanted to empower voices. She wanted to empower the women when I worked there. She just would get shut down by her dad all the time. Uh, They've got one segment and an episode. That was it. And I saw her fight the fight. And I saw times where she was like, today's not the day to fight the fight. Here's why I worry about it. And I'm not trying to just trash every agent that's ever existed. But it takes a certain type of personality to be what would be considered a great agent. And a part of that personality requires a tremendous amount of ego. Tremendous amount. Humble agents do not go far in Hollywood, in sports, in anything. Humble lawyers don't get very far either. When you're making money off the work and talent of others, it's very easy to get lazy and, and fat off the hog, so to speak, right? I've seen agents take credit for actors' entire careers where I'm like, wow, man, like Vincent D'Onofrio is really great and solely, solely responsible for everything he has. And you just said you made him. That's, wow, all right. That, but this was a top dog out here, a top dog. And it was that kind of ego that was necessary. And the first couple interviews I saw with Nick, I was like, yeah, that's why he's a solid agent because he's, you could tell he's got that, that ego. And I just worry about that with someone like Stephanie, because knowing Stephanie, if she senses you're out to get her in any way, and I'll give him this, he was the company's agent before he came there. Nick was not the first choice, and I'm not guessing on this. I know it for a fact because I'm friends with their first choice who passed. Okay, I know him. Our kids go to school together. They're on the same football team. So that's how I know. He works at Fox Sports. He wasn't their first choice. So there's a lot of ego there. And with Stephanie, if she senses any threat to the kingdom her father built, I'm not playing, dude. Shane's not the one. Stephanie is a stone killer. She's a werewolf, but not just twice a month. Like she could summon that power as soon as the sun goes down. And without you knowing, she will assassinate you, bro. Like she is a stone killer, someone who should be regarded and at times feared, but always respected. So if if there's plans for that, and if he did do something to get her dad out, she's not going to play games or mess around. The fact that they're still there together leads me to believe that he didn't and that that is more conspiracy theory stuff. But she doesn't play, bro. She'll die for that company straight up. Yeah, she's got that Vince blood. You know, she's daddy's girl. Shane's And mama, Shane's so chill. Boy. Shane's so, like, he doesn't want any of it. At least that was my sense when I was there. He would come. He would come in the room. We would pitch ideas, and legit, he would just go, "Okay." Shane Helms, the Hurricane, had this idea, and he wanted Funaki. Remember Funaki? I love Funaki. Yeah, Ichiban, man. So he wanted to give him like one more little like TV run, and he goes, "Dude, I got an idea. What if it was 
Kung Fu Naki. And all of us were like drunk and fooling around. We were like, no, that's so bad, but we love it. And he starts, he starts going, that's my man, Kung Fu Naki. He's like, that man will down some sake. And he starts singing this whole song that he wrote. And so we're like, all right, dude, we're going to pitch this to Shane. And if this gets through, that's the funniest thing ever, right? So Shane walks in the room and this guy DJ goes, hey, uh, Shane. What about Kung Fu Naki this week on SmackDown? And Shane goes, okay. <laughs> Just walked out. I was like, oh my God, Kung Fu Naki's going to be on TV. Kung Fu Naki's going to be on TV. And R-Truth wrapped it for him. R-Truth wrapped it. A whole character just based on things that rhyme. Bro, that's how much everybody loved that guy, though, that they were all willing to embarrass themselves even just to get him over a little bit and give him like one more little mini push. And that was like when I saw a lot of that brotherhood, which apparently doesn't exist there right now very much. <laughs> it's tough though. I mean, I, I always criticize wrestlers for being such children and like, it's always like some bickering and so-and-so doesn't like somebody. And then so-and-so secretly best friends that nobody knows about who rides around in cars together. But when you have a whole company that large traveling that often performing that often all dating each other they're all like it it's gonna be like a school there's gonna be clicks there's gonna be fights this is so it's like i always gotta remind myself yeah it's a traveling circus mixed with like comedy club and gym drama that's how vince describes it though he described as an old vaudeville show that's his his philosophy on it, a little song, a little dance. It's a bunch of carnies all together. It gets super incestuous, man. It gets super incestuous. It's a very random, low-key era where the numbers weren't great. And people missed out on a few wrestlers like Peaks, like the Beth Phoenixes of the world. Like when oh, yeah. she kind of had her peak, it was at a time where Total Divas wasn't a thing yet. So the women didn't get that much love. So if she was going to get any time as a champion, which she should have had a lot of, they're like, well, we got a pair with Santino. And so then she had like a thing with Santino where they were, they both had a title and Santino would do his comedy stuff and then she would save him when he would like run like a girl. So it was this weird, low key, under the radar time where we were all kind of held hostage. <laughs> by the whims of of Vince and Kevin Dunn, man. Like one guy who loves wrestling, right? With all his heart, more than mm. his family, more than yeah. his dogs, more than, I don't know if he has dogs, he couldn't, more than anything. And then this other guy who I never got the sense liked wrestling at all. Like he sure. was trying to turn it in more to like the NFL or like Tyson versus Holyfield, which is cool, man. But yeah. it wasn't like wrestling. And so you just see this room of like, I don't know. There were probably 20 writers when I worked there. And it was just 20 writers throwing sand against the tidal wave. Bro, you could pitch for 20 minutes and Kevin would be like, well, I don't think she's pretty. And all of a sudden, like six weeks of story were just gone. And it's like, yo, B, what? Well, yeah. our champ has to be pretty. It's like, yo, did you think mankind was pretty? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I can name, you could throw out a number of how many less than handsome male champions have existed and I shall exceed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. I, it, but it would be dead. It would just be dead because he would they say one thing. They put masks on a lot of these guys. A lot of these guys are so <laughs> ugly they have to work in masks. <laughs> Scary I'm masks. like, did you not see Vader, bro? <laughs> like, yeah, what, are what are we talking about right now? That is a big pet peeve of mine with the women's uh, with women's wrestling. I don't need them to be hot. 
I want them to be good wrestlers. And also Vince, Mc, Vince McMahon wants all these men. He's famously criticized for making all the men these big, giant, muscly freaks that look like they broke right out of a comic book or a bodybuilding magazine. And then, and then he's like, but the girls, make sure they're just uh, really skinny and gorgeous with a lot of makeup on. You're like, that isn't why, – why don't you have the same philosophy? Make these women – like a Nicole Bass or a China or a – you know, just these big, strong gals. We, that'd be better Bro, that's why, that's why I love that Jade Cargill in AEW, man. I literally was just like, bro, that's like a Greek god. Like that's what they looked like in the books I read when I was – like that's legit Athena, the goddess of war. She's jacked. That's why I loved Beth Phoenix. She was a bigger girl. And, you know, Kevin Dunn had his opinions, which were wrong. You know what I mean? Because she could work and she was attractive too. It didn't matter if she was thick and broad. I could bench press you and your crew. Like, who cares, man? Like, she looked badass. It's not like the fabulous Moolah was, you know, Trish Stratus. And people paid money to watch her wrestle. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was always frustrating working there with them. The Bellas kind of broke through, but they had to break through while existing within that mold that WWE demanded they existed. Yeah, well, and that's just what's so crazy about it. It's like, it's not like if these female wrestlers aren't hot, you can't put hot women on the show. They can be valets or managers or, sure. you know, you know, you can Or they can be the, the one story. that gets beat down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't have to only see hot models that are super small. I mean, like, no disrespect to any of them, but like the Sasha Bankses and the, the Liv Morgan, they're very small. They're like very, very petite women. Just compared to regular women, let alone WWE superstars, like that's crazy to me. And I, I feel, I feel you on that. But my thing with that is to do the Rey Mysterio thing, right? Like you can let them get it, but they they can get to the top of the mountain, but they can't stay at the top of the mountain. Rey could get there, right? But Mysterio could never stay there because eventually the Undertaker would come for you. So well, that's actually a smooth trans smooth transition to SummerSlam because Liv's fighting Ronda Rousey again in a rematch. And there's no way she can win this match. She can't, right? And if she doesn't, then why did you put it on her now? Like, I don't understand a push that buries someone at the end of it. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let me just run it down real quick. Okay. Riddle versus Seth Rollins. You watch like that, it. right? I like it. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I watch that. Rollins probably goes over and and because he hasn't had enough wins in a bit he's done a lot of jobs and that'll punish riddle and make him have to you know work harder while randy's hurt ms logan paul i don't care about but a lot of outside eyeballs maybe that don't watch wrestling would come in and watch and ms sells for everybody because he's a yeah G. well i will yeah so we'll put a pin in that one but keep going mcafee and corbin what about that like it i like it See, i'm uh i don't hate I- it either I was going to say that the same thing that I'm, and I don't know, I don't want to, I don't ever think I'm being a hater about this. And especially if they hear it themselves, the Logan Paul and the Pat McAfee thing, I wasn't expecting them to be as incredible as they were uh, at WrestleMania. So I was so happy and impressed and publicly was like, good for McAfee, good for Logan Paul. Like that was so really, really unexpectedly good. But I don't know if I need to see them every week. I don't know if I don't know if we're all going to be on board with now McAfee's an everyday character. You got Logan Paul as an ever. I don't know if that's going to Logan work. Paul will be a part timer for sure because it's stipulated in his contract. That I know for for certain. He'll be like two, three, maybe pay per views a year, and that might even be too many. If yeah. you argued that, I'd probably have to agree with you. McAfee on commentary is a delight. Uh, okay. He is. I don't know if you like him on there, but I find him refreshing as hell. I'm not very critical of broadcasters and announcers if historically, and I mean, I, we had Michael Cole for 40 years or whatever, you know, it's like, I don't really, <laughs> I'm pretty easy on the, on the, on the people in the, in the announce booth. What it's when they're in the ring that I'm going on, oh, you know, I didn't want to see Michael Cole in a match. I don't oh, want to see Pat, he wrestled Ma- the I don't Miz. see Pat McAfee in a match. I don't, Pat, I don't, uh, but Pat did. Okay. Pat, Pat did great, but yeah, not every day. He, I don't want to see that every day. Uh, Cause he's not a wrestler. I, I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. Now let's spend a little time on this one. Cause the United States championship is Bobby Lashley versus Austin theory. And the assumption is theory has to go over here because he's got the space shuttle launch connected to him. I'll give him this. He's gotten way better. And the pressure is on him. I didn't think he was ready for the push they were giving him, that they're currently giving him. I still don't think he's 100% ready. But holy crap, man. Like, from the first one where you knew, like, oh, this is the guy, that promo was tough to get through. And the next one started a little iffy, but all of a sudden – like he kind of found a rhythm and I was like, Hey, all right, this guy's doing, and my 12 year old wasn't even dumping on it. And my, my daughter, if she thinks a promo's whack, she's going to be such an actress. She's like, dad, did they even remember their lines? Like that? And she starts like breaking it down. And she even said, dad, he's getting better. I said, yeah, you're right. And then the last one he did, I was like, wow, man, this, he, okay. He's starting to figure some things out. He's still super duper green to be like a lead, right? It would be like, 
Brad Pitt and Thelma and Louise is where you'd want to cast him right now. Like he's got that great role that you remember and you go, all the women are like, oh my God, look at his abs. And all the guys are like, dude, that guy's kind of a stud, but he wasn't the lead. Right. And they're already like, yo, here, you're, you're Clark Gable. And I just don't think he's ready for that, but he's getting there, whether I agree or not, because Lashley has to lose. Right. Or does, or do they slow him down a bit with this? I'm, I can't, think of an ending to this match that I'm going to understand at all. I don't get why the match is even happening, if I'm honest. That means they didn't build the story up right, man. Yeah. it's. Uh, I mean, I like Austin Theory. I don't think he's the face of the franchise, although that's what it looks like is happening, which could change now that Vince is gone. You know, I don't know how many of us thought John Cena was going to be the face of the company when he was rapping. Yeah, I never thought he would be either. In fact... I hated the rap stuff. I hated the scene. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't a fan. <laughs> Every time it came out, I go, what is this? Why is this happening? I couldn't understand if it was good or bad. And then he's like, he's like being sexual with the boss's daughter. I'm like, a, you know, I'm going, hey, get this guy out of here, the rap guy. So this is actually a match that I'm my second favorite that I'm looking forward to. And it's the Usos versus the Street Profits. I love tag team wrestling. <laughs> I don't want to say because I don't think with, it needs to. Who's it with? It's I don't want to say. It's everyday match. Is a special guest referee. And I, I got love for Jeff Jarrett. I loved when he was figure four in everybody every week, whether they were wrestlers or workers in the back, men or women, he didn't care. But I don't think this match even needs a special guest referee. The Street Profits are great. Montez Ford is a superstar I hope they don't break him up because he could actually make a tag team story mean something. And one really hasn't since New Day and and the Usos built their way up to that crazy bamboo match. But I love these guys together. I think they're great. I love the Usos. And I, I have a soft spot for tag team wrestling. I just don't know. I don't see why they have to have a special guest referee. The SmackDown Women's Championship we talked about, Liv Morgan versus Ronda. I don't think Liv can win. Because you can't, you can't, I, I, which means I don't know why you pushed her yet. I don't know why you didn't wait unless somebody's injured and that, and she was just going to be a, a quick temporary champion. But man, that's a shame. But so let's move on to the Raw Women's Championship. The best championship currently in the WWE. And it's held by Bianca Belair, which it should have never been lost by. And she's going up against everybody's backstage favorite wrestler, Becky Lynch. People are mad. The fans love her. Becky Lynch is the most over female wrestler in the world. Ever. Maybe not ever. Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus Stratus would probably beg to differ. Okay. I don't know if Charlotte's as over as, maybe she's over as a heel, but as a face and a heel, Becky pulled both off, man. And, And and give credit to Rhonda for her part in that as as well. And the bloody nose moment was great. You know, that really solidified her. But when you are the top, there's a lot of pressure. And I get that. And you always want to make sure your matches are going to be great and with people that are going to be great. But you got to wrestle somebody. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it can't be Charlotte Flair every time. You know what I mean? It can't be Asuka because they made it so she doesn't mean what she meant in NXT. Yeah. They booked her so she just yells and does goofy stuff instead of being this this badass 
killer that she that she came to NXT as and and continued to be in NXT. She ran through people in NXT. So to finish off on that, I love Bianca Belair. She still, you know, they pull everyone up too soon, right? Right. And everybody has to learn how to act and how to get over on the mic on the job in front of a live audience, which is still the most psychotic thing in the world to me. And she still has a, a little ways to go. I feel like she would be further down the road if they hadn't taken that belt away from her in 16 seconds or or whatever it was, which was just ridiculous. But she's not 100% on the mic yet. Not yet. I've seen her execute strong moments on the mic, but I've also seen it get a little too much as far as whoever's writing for her. It's just, I'm sure it looks good on the paper, but a lot of times as the performer, it just sounds weird in your head, you know, cause it's not in your own voice. And I think that's what's going on with, with her sometimes, but I love me some Bianca Belair. I think she's great. My daughter freaking worships her. She loves seeing a strong, like thick, big muscular woman up there. You could tell Bianca Belair could deadlift more than you and me combined plus 10 more on each side. And it's a healthy woman. Like I like seeing that. In Hollywood, there's not too much of it. So it's good to see the difference on TV. As much as I uh, prefer Becky to win over Bianca Blair or Belair, uh, uh, I just think they did Bianca real dirty, real dirty when um, she had her lose in 30 seconds. I was like, why would the company do that? So the main event is the champ that everyone used to hate, that everyone used to boo Vince for. And criticize Vince for over, oh, you're pushing him so hard. Well, now they love him. Now, maybe a big part of that is because they got him with Paul Heyman. But he has really gotten great on the mic. He owns this character. And now people love and celebrate him. But he's going against somebody that everyone loves and celebrates far more. And that is the Beast Incarnate. Brock Lesnar. What do you got, man? You want to bet money on this match? What do you want to do? I love both of these guys. And I've been on I've been on Roman and Brock like since the beginning. I never understood why people were hating so much on it. It's like Roman Reigns got a good look, good size, great moves. He's got like a you know, you he's got five moves that you know and you wait for and you get excited to see. Also, Brock is just a perfect freak of like what old circus wrestling was supposed to be. You know, you roll out the cage and let this freak come out and just scare everyone. It's Open perfect. challenge. So yeah, good. yeah. And I am I am pretty I I can be very judgmental of of wrestlers and these are two guys that I really love. But if I had to pick, I think uh Brock gets the win. I will bet you a Ulysses S Grant $50 bill. Got I have it. no inside information. I will never make a crooked bet on you. And I will take Roman Reigns defeating Brock Lesnar, even though I think Roman's shoulder might be hurt. <laughs> he yeah. needs time off. needs a little bit of time <laughs> off. That's also affecting my uh, From the my, last my time take. they wrestled. But it's a last man standing match, which is always a fun story to tell. I love the, the count out aspect of it. It's like old Jim J. Braddock boxing with the referee counting him out in slow motion because a WWE count out is like a minute and a half for 10 seconds. But uh, I'll definitely tune in for it. I know I've seen it before, but it's not like 
when they did John Cena and Randy Orton like 16 times in one calendar year as a main event. So I can I can stomach one more and there's a nice little glitch with the last man standing element to it. Hopefully Roman comes through and gets me my 50 beans. Yeah, I just Googled Ulysses S. Grant. Turns out he is on the $50 bill. You're right. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. I know my American currency. Yeah. He looks like a real scary guy, too. All right. Well, listen, episode one, done. Season two with you. Welcome to the Federation, my bro. I love it. Happy to be here. I'm excited to talk wrestling and actually have someone hear it. You know, it's not just us talking wrestling. Now people (laughs) people can hear it, too. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for listening. We appreciate you guys. Don't forget to give us those five star reviews. You guys have been doing that a lot lately. It's been moving us up the charts. I really, really appreciate that. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca, o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.